0: Nigeria's President Bola Ahmed Tinubu's first 100 days in office and Ghana's GDP growth weakest in almost a year. From over 1,000 cities and 126 countries, Care Africa brings you the Good Morning Africa podcast. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your pulse and everything business in Africa. I am Ruth Adong. For more, follow us on Twitter at the K Financial and you can find me at Ruth Adung. The high cost of fuel characterizes Nigeria's president Bola Tinubu's first 100 days in office. Since scrapping off subsidies upon assuming power, the price of petrol has risen to 617 naira per liter. Further, unemployment is still rife. The naira is on a free fall to the dollar and Nigeria is still missing its OPEC daily production quota. On the brighter side, he has constituted a cabinet and saved a trillion naira from subsidies. Odeira Oganga breaks down his first 100 days in office.
1: September marks the first 100 days of Nigeria's President Bola Ahmed Tenibu in office. The influential Lagos politician vied for the highest seat on the land in a highly contested election that was deemed a deal maker or dealbreaker for the Nigerian youth and the Nigerian economy at large. Upon his swearing in, President Tenibu made it clear that his government's first agenda was to scrap off fuel subsidy that was eating into the federal government's budget. However, since Crapping off subsidy on fuel, the prices have gone up by 30%. Petrol is now retailing at six hundred and seventeen Naira per litre, the highest in the history of Nigeria. As a result, petrol consumption has fallen by 28%. According
0: to them, they say when they remove the subsidy, then the the, the, independent marketers can go into the business. Then the thing will start dropping. That is what we're expecting. We're expecting a, a drop from
1: the hike of the price. Now it's another increment.
0: For some years back, we have not been experiencing this one before. Some persons have to spend the whole day. I can see some persons have not even taken their bath since morning. And they have to just keep up just to get free.
1: In reaffirming Nigerians of his government's commitment to lower the cost of living, President Tinibu sympathizes with the high cost of living due to the of subsidies, but says the government had no other choice. Our economy is going through a tough patch and you are being hurt by it. I know. The cost of fuel has gone up. Food and other prices have followed it. Households and businesses are struggling. Things seem anxious and uncertain. I understand the hardship you face. I wish there were other ways, but there is not. In a little over two months, we have saved over a trillion. Naira that will have been squandered on the unproductive food subsidy, which only benefited smugglers and fraudsters. Government officials have also come out to defend President Tinibu's crapping off the subsidies. In addition, they praise his aggressive economic policy reforms that have led to an increase. In revenue, the Federation Account Allocation Committee accrued a total of 1.956 trillion naira in July and shared it across all the three tiers of government.
0: President Tinibu's resolve to reform the economy was evident from the beginning of this administration when he announced the removal of oil subsidy, which has become a cankerworm. For instance, the $5 billion released to state governments and other measures being put in place to ensure that the impact of the subsidy removal was minimized are all evidence that he means well for Nigerians.
1: More challenges continue to dog his administration as laborers threaten to go on strike. Some facets have downed their tools and have been on a strike, protesting little to no pay. However, President Tinubu has reassured laborers in Nigeria that his government will do an upward adjustment on minimum wage to reflect the tough economic times the country is enduring.
0: There are Nigerians right now who have not been paid salaries for over six months. Labor is not fighting for them. The only time we see them is when they are talking about cost of CD removal.
1: From what I've read, even the Radio Nigeria office is short. The banks, the um, judiciary and all of them has has closed uh, for business uh, for today and tomorrow. That's billion of Naira's in in laws. Three months in, Nigerians are cautiously optimistic. While some are hoping that President Ahmed Tinibu will deliver on his promise, many remind him that the challenges of Nigeria have been the same for the last two decades and the solutions have to come as fast as possible.
0: Issues of security and unemployment, you know, which is what we've been talking about for over seven years, eight years to now, it shows those problems are still there and perhaps just as people say it is time to remove subsidy and understand the pain, it is also time to start resolving the problem, since this problem are 20 years old and above. I think to gain trust and to do good governance is to deal with the issues people are facing and, and get solutions to those issues. And a quick look at the market. The market segment is powered by the Development Bank of Rwanda. We empower you. South Africa's annual inflation rate was at 4.8% in August of 2023, marching market estimates after four consecutive months of decline. Still, it remains within the South African Reserve Bank's target range of 3% to 6%. Prices accelerated mostly for housing and utilities on account of electricity and other fuels and water and other services following increases in municipal tariffs and restaurants and hotels. At the same time, transportation prices fell much slower. Meanwhile, food inflation softened for a fifth month. The annual core inflation which excludes prices of food and alcoholic beverages, fuel and energy, also edged higher to 4.8% in August, up from a 10-month low of 4.7% in the prior month and slightly above market forecast of 4.7%. On a monthly basis, consumer prices went up by 0.3% in August after a 0.9% rise in July and slightly above market estimates of a 0.2% increase. <laughs> And a quick trip around Africa, Ghana's economy advanced by 3.2% year-on-year in the second quarter of 2023 compared with a downwardly revised growth rate of 3.3% in the previous three-month period. It's the weakest growth rate since the third quarter of 2022, driven by services and agriculture. On the other hand, the industrial sector contracted for a third consecutive quarter. The economy of Rwanda expanded by 6.3% from a year earlier in the second quarter of 2023, following a 9.2% rise in the previous three-month period. This marked the 10th consecutive quarter of solid growth buoyed by the services sector, notably information and communication that grew by 37%. At the same time, wholesale and retail trade rose by 6%, while transport services increased by 8%, mainly due to a 23% surge in air transport. Meanwhile, the industrial sector grew by 6% with mining and querying activities, increasing by 7%, manufacturing by 8% and construction by 4%. On the other hand, agriculture activity stalled after rising by 1% in the previous period. Food crop production slipped by 3% due to poor harvest, while export crops increased by 2%, boosted by a 14% surge in tea production, which partly offset an 11% fall in coffee output. On a quarterly basis, the GDP rose 1.4%, reversing a 0.5% decline in the previous quarter. Global credit rating agency Moody's is the latest institution to express reservations on Kenya's proposed tax measures for the medium term plan to 2026. In an analysis released last Friday, the rating firm says the proposed tax measures will be met by strong political and social resistance. The National Treasurer is proposing, among other things, to harmonize the value added tax with Kenya's East Africa community peers at 18 percent, up from 16 percent. Even if successful, the agency says the strategy would require time to facilitate government's access to funding and also enhance its liquidity profile, which... They project to remain weak in the short term. It adds that proposals such as an increase in value-added tax on fuel will keep prices for some staple items high, like many other emerging and frontier markets. Moody says Kenya will face difficulties associated with government's limited capacity to enforce tax compliance because of the quality of tax administration, the large size of informal economy, and the complexity of the tax code. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good morning, Africa is a product of The K Financial. If you have any suggestions or you just want to check out more stories, visit the website. That is Kfinancial.com And don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at The K Financial. And you can find me at With a